Fighting for freedom every day. You as the individual, you have the power. You don't have to join a union. You go in as an entry-level position. You get the experience that you need. And then as you work up, you get better at your job, which means they pay you more. If they don't pay you more, then you go to another company to show what you've learned and what your value is to where you can get more. If they really don't like that, then you can go and start your own damn business because we have a free market laissez-faire capitalist society allegedly, to where you can actually go off and do your own thing. This is The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Yes, indeed it is. Welcome into The Voice of Reason. It is a Friday, the final day of the entire week. I know you're excited about it. I'm excited about it. You scream, I scream. We all scream for ice cream. So welcome into the show. And boy, do we have a fun one lined up for you today to wrap up the week on a Friday. I'm trying to see... I don't know if it's my side. I don't know if it's their side. I don't know if it's Facebook itself. I don't know what's going on, but our live stream seems to be glitching every couple of seconds. It looks okay on my end, but I don't know what's going on. We'll try and figure that out. Let me know if you are watching on some of the live streams, if it's happening for everybody or if it's just like mine, because that looks a little odd. Welcome into the show. Hey, if you're listening, watching, doing whatever you do, welcome into the program, broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas. On our flagship radio station all over the country, multiple radio stations, TV stations, live streaming, and podcasting. However you watch or listen, welcome aboard your Millennial General reporting for duty. Bottom of the hour, I guess I can't say that coming up here in a bit because bottom of the hour, we have an actual military veteran on the program, Major Fred Galvin, with his latest book, A Few Bad Men. We'll talk about General Mattis. Remember that? Mad Dog Mattis in the Trump administration. Did he betray his country? Did he betray his obligations? We'll talk about corruption in the military. We'll talk about the latest military operations and more to wrap up the show. We have more individuals coming after Kansas on the abortion vote that we had this week. We'll talk about that here in a little bit, obviously, since we're from Kansas and I have kind of the inside scoop on that. So we'll talk about that. I got to admit, though, I am starting to not trust a lot of individuals, which shouldn't be a shock with how bad some of the corruption is in the mainstream media and things you hear on social media. You really can't trust anybody anymore, including apparently our own scientists, which I guess normally wouldn't be a shocker to many either. But there's a picture. Now, if anybody knows anything about this new telescope that's out, the James Webb Space Telescope that's out, really showing some amazing pictures of space. Now, for those that don't know, I before I got into politics and especially talk radio and radio in general, I was planning in high school, I was planning to go to college for astrophysics and astronomy because I wanted to work for NASA and actually talk about space and look at telescopes all day long. That was going to be my job. I wanted it. I loved it. I have an amazing telescope at home. That has been my interest since I was a child. Then I, my senior year of high school, I got into politics and realized it is much easier and way more fun to argue with people and make them very angry. <laughs> so I ended up sticking with politics instead of going into physics and astronomy, which made my brain hurt, but was also a lot of fun. So watching these new videos and these new pictures of the James Webb telescope uh, showing things that are coming in are amazing. However, apparently there's a scam picture floating around, not from just like social media people, from an actual scientist. And I don't know why I'm trying to wrap my head around why they would even want to post a fake picture just for the sake of posting a fake picture, whether it's notoriety, whether it's just social media hits, I don't understand. But according to CNN, a French scientist has officially apologized after tweeting what looked like a picture of a star 
that look like maybe through like a like a night lens or something where you could see it morph and you could see the red colors and you could see the white spots and, and the red spots and the yellow spots and everything on it. But it wasn't a star. In fact, it was a photo of a slice of chorizo. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Now, for those that don't know what chorizo is, it's like a it's like a Spanish Mexican sausage kind of thing that it's really delicious. It's got a little spice to it. It's fantastic. But I don't know why this French scientist would do this. The photo of uh, what they call proximate du centure, which is, I don't know what that is in English, but that's what the French should have. Proxima Centauri. <laughs> the nearest star to the sun, located 2.4 million light years away. Or, I'm sorry, 2.4 light years away. If you were traveling the speed of light, it would take you four years to get there. It was taken by the James Webb Space Telescope. The level of detail, a new world was unveiled every day. He told more than 91,000 followers as of Sunday with this French scientist who posted this picture and said it was this sun from four light years away. Come to find out it wasn't a sun or a star, but in fact it was a picture of chorizo sausage that he posted. Why? Just why? What would be the point? I know that we live in a sensational age of trying to get hits and likes on social media, but dude, we're coming out with some fantastic pictures from the James Webb Telescope. Why in the world would you have to post a picture of sausage and chorizo to get some likes on there to be like, hey, look at this. This is really cool. I'm telling you, man, I'm losing faith in all of humanity because this is stupid. Why would you post something like that? Just for as a scientist, you have now lost as a scientist, you have lost all credibility of everything that you come out with. You cannot run a study. You cannot come out result with results because when you come out with results and talk about string theory and about how uh, the universe is continuously expanding, people are going to think you're talking about spaghetti. <laughs> I mean, I don't understand what the point was to post a picture of chorizo while you say you're a scientist looking at the James Webb new telescope and some of the pictures on there. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense, and I think it's very strange. Welcome in. we got a lot to get to today. I didn't want to spend a lot of time on that, but number one, it made me hungry. Number two, it made me very angry because now I can't even trust the scientists at NASA or at SpaceX or anywhere in the world that are coming out with pictures about space and galaxies and really cool stars. To me, just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Let's talk about what's trending today. What's trending today? All right, so let's kind of recap this week, shall we? It was a crazy wild week. We had elections all across the board in numerous different states. We'll get to some of these in the states of Arizona and Missouri and Michigan and other places as well. But I told you on Wednesday, after the election of this abortion bill here in where I'm hailing from, the state of Kansas, where the Democrats and the National Democrats overall in the Biden administration are taking hold of this agenda and they are trying to abuse it and take advantage of it to the nth degree. Which makes sense. They created the situation. They caused the chaos in our state. They lied about what our bills actually meant. No one understands it. Apparently, no one at the Wall Street Journal understands it. No one in the mainstream media understands what this bill actually was. And apparently, half the people in Kansas didn't know what this bill actually was either because they voted to essentially get rid of any type of limitation or restriction on abortion. We're talking like Virginia with Ralph Northam, where he was doing the radio interview, saying that, you know what, if you want to have an abortion as you're going into labor, we can set the thing aside and discuss what we're going to do. That could potentially happen here in Kansas after this vote because of the corrupt lies and misleading the Democrats did in our state. And Democrats love it, they're enjoying it, and they're taking advantage of as much of it as they possibly can. And they're telling the world 
about how Kansas, as a conservative, relatively religious, we're kind of in the Bible Belt here, there's a church on every corner around the Wichita area that I'm hailing from, they, uh, they're they saying that in a conservative, socially conservative, Bible-thumping, uh, Bible very religious area, that we wanted unrestrained, full-board abortions in our state. And it's just not true. And Joe Biden loved it, came out the next day, wrote some executive orders trying to protect individuals to travel to states like Kansas to be able to have abortions because the Democrats have now found their new platform. And apparently they're starting to bump up in the polls a little bit, which we'll talk about here in a minute. I want to read you just a little sliver of a piece from the Wall Street Journal regarding this because now it is taken away from the critical race theory. This has taken our conversation away from the bad economy. This has taken the conversation away from the uh, recession that we're in because, yes, we are in a recession, even with some of the job numbers that came out today. And we'll talk about those in a second as well. But here's what the Wall Street Journal had to say in an opinion article. I found myself unshocked. By uh, by the way, this is from uh, Peggy Noonan which that name sounds familiar. I don't know who Peggy Noonan is, but the name sounds familiar. I found myself unshocked by the abortion vote in Kansas, and I don't understand the shock of others. America has come to poll consistently in favor of abortion in the first trimester with support declining in the second and and catering in the third. The people of Kansas were asked if they'd like to remove any right to abortion from their state constitution and allow their legislators to fashion new laws and limits, and they said no by a 59-41 to 41 vote. Just that first paragraph is complete malarkey, as Joe Biden would say, because that's not true. That's not what happened. Her point, the people of Kansas were asked if they'd like to remove any right to an abortion from their state constitution and allow their legislators to fashion new laws and limits. Now, what the bill was was to secure the current limitations that we had in our state to where the Supreme Court wouldn't come back and remove all the limitations on abortion. And the left lied about it, and this is the garbage that they came out with and said, no, this is a full-on ban, and we it's, and they said the legislature is going to pass all these crazy wild laws, and they're going to and they're going to like ban it completely, and they're going to hate on women, and they're going to do all this other garbage, and that's not true. The only thing that our bill said, and I want to reiterate this for our listeners outside of Kansas. In Kansas, hopefully you've heard me enough on our local programs that you get this. The the other listeners outside of Kansas, you need to understand this. Kansas did not vote to widen abortions to the nth degree. I mean, that's what happened, but that's not what their intention was. They did not understand this bill. This was to keep in place current restrictions that we've had over the years, that you can't have an abortion after nine months. You can't have an abortion on your own without parental consent if you're under the age of 18. You can't have abortion clinics just being fully funded by government grants and programs. All these basic common sense principles of basic limitations on abortion that they even say in this piece that they favor abortion in the first trimester with support of declining in the second trimester and is irrelevant in the third trimester. Yeah, we don't want third trimester abortions. Most people don't want tri- uh, abortions in the second trimester. The first trimester is up for discussion for a lot of individuals. No one said anything about contraceptives. No one said anything about uh, to, uh, women that are sick or illnesses with the baby or any of those conversations. None of that was in this bill in Kansas, and none of that was in the conversation, but the Democrats made it so to scare people to vote the other way, not understanding what was really happening. What they said was what the general support is nationwide is exactly what we had in place here in Kansas that we just voted to remove unknowingly. 
because this is the garbage they came out with saying that, oh, you know what? Nope. This is going to keep it in place. They literally said that by voting no in Kansas, that the limitations that are in place right now are what's going to remain in place. Because if we vote yes, then more limitations are going to happen. And that's absolutely the opposite of what happened here in Kansas. And people need to understand that. Because now the Democrats are running with this. And as this individual saying, I found myself unshocked about the abortion vote in Kansas. And I can't believe people are actually shocked about this. First off, we were up seven points in the polls on uh, the week prior to before this actually happened. And then we ended up voting this way. So now what's happening is Republicans, with the lack of huevos that they have, with the spy, with the lack of spines that they have, the Republican Party nationally now and all the candidates that are still up 10 to 15 points nationwide right now, they're starting to backtrack. They're scared. They realize Democrats now have a platform. It is no longer about critical race theory. It is no longer about school shootings. It is no longer about inflation. It is no longer about the international issues. It is no longer about how bad the Biden administration has been for two years. It is now singularly about abortion and the rights of women, quote unquote, to have an abortion and to have their, quote unquote, women's health care. And they have now fronted that. They have signed executive orders, which is now starting to boost the Biden administration's poll numbers going into election season, narrowing. Narrowing that gap, and like usual, when Republicans start to waver a little bit and they get shook, they get you know clocked one in the in the boxing ring. They get hit one instead of shaking it off and keep on going with their principles to win people over and clarify what's going on. They get scared, and now they're going on the defense. How are they going on the defense? We'll talk about that when we come back right from the break. Don't lose. Don't waver. Don't give up. Because this is not how we win an election. And I told you, I told you, I told you, if anybody's going to screw up the Republicans from gaining majorities in the House and the Senate this election in November, it's going to be within the Republican Party. Lots more coming up. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here, reminding you, not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. Again, that's HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. 
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. Bring some reason into your day. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. 24 minutes past the hour. Welcome back into the program here on the Voice of Reason for a Friday. Republicans starting to waver on issues. Now that we're still up in the polls, we still have the majority, we still have support. But now after this abortion issue that was made an example of here in Candace, and that's exactly what it was with 80% of that money for the pro-abortion side coming in from out of our state coming into our state and corrupting this vote, confusing individuals. Hey, if you just vote no, then basic limitations will stay in place. Everything will be great. If you vote yes, though, on a constitutional amendment, then the legislature will just rewrite everything and just ban abortion outright, and you're not going to have any freedoms as a human being in any way, shape, or form. Vote no just to keep basic limitations, and that's not the case. Voting no essentially said the uh, that abortion was a constitutionally protected right, and the Supreme Court can now get rid of any limitation on abortions or any restrictions on abortion in any way. And pretty soon we're going to look like Virginia with individuals like, oh, you know what? I'm nine months pregnant. Oh, I need to have an abortion. That's what it's going to lead to here in Kansas. And the Democrats are reveling in this and because they confuse the voters and they're using that as their national example. There was a book that was written way back when. I remember when I was in college and I went to CPAC for the very first time. And there was a book called Reclaiming Conservatism. Can't remember who wrote the book. But reclaiming conservatism essentially said the Republican Party and the conservative movement needs to get away from social issues because they will never win the social issues. They need to focus on the economic issues. They need to focus on the stats, on the facts, on the hard information. But social issues, the morality issues, they need to just back away and don't even have a voice in those conversations because it'll be a losing factor for all of them. And that is exactly what the conservatives and the Republican Party have done for years. They backed away from it. They didn't talk about it. And the only ones that did talk about it were the religious individuals. And while I do have my faith that I am religious in myself, many individuals on the other side are not. And I got to admit, the Democrats and the progressives do make a valid point when they say, don't impose your moral values onto me. Let me live my life the way I want to. Because as conservatives, we want limited government for everybody We don't want just limited government when they try to impose stuff on us, but then we impose something on them. I have my Judeo-Christian values. I have my religious beliefs, and the vast majority of the population in the country does include close to near 80% of the population in the nation does to some degree in some way, shape, or form. But at the same time, the Constitution, as I've said so many times before, the Constitution itself backs up religious views. The golden rules not to cheat not to murder, not to steal, not to do certain things, the moral compass that we have, those are instilled in our Constitution because our Constitution was based on Judeo-Christian values. So conservatives, in their lack of understanding on how to argue social issues, tried to go on the religious front that didn't work out very well. So 
they just stuck they just went away from it what we need to do is battle these social issues based on constitutional values and guess what we get to kill two birds with one stone we get to base our values on our religious views and we get to hold up the constitution because it's a win-win for both of us and we don't have to mention a verse from the bible when someone who doesn't believe in the bible doesn't use that as a valid example we get to win both ways But the Republican Party itself has lost this argument for so long and forgot how to argue these social issues for so long. It's almost like an infant that's scared to stand up and start walking around. And once they did start talking about it, now we see votes like this that the Democrats have made an example out of conservatives and out of Kansas of, look, the middle America is now still supporting abortion wide open. And because of this and their big push, Republicans are starting to retract a little bit because now they've been punched They've been shaken a little bit in that boxing ring. They bonk their head on the side of the coffee table as the infant trying to figure out how to use those things called legs, and now they're shy and scared to do it again. Don't. We need to stand up. We need to continue to fight for social issues and have that conversation and bring it back to constitutional values of limited government, of individual sovereignty, and then it's up to the individuals, and then we guide and lead the individuals based on examples at the community level and at the local level and instill the family values again to where, guess what, these social issues fall off altogether. Major Fred Gavin, when he comes back, stay here. With Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government censorship and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the voice of reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on religion and spirituality, hear entertainment shows, and of course yours truly with the voice of reason. Plus, we offer numerous media services, including helping you set up your own podcast, become your own voice of reason, and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic. For information on all of our shows, links to podcasts, each show website or social media link, or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment, visit our website at HoosierMedia.com. Again, that's HoosierMedia.com, the future of media. When Reason Meets Radio, you're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Man, what a day we've had. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out on the home stretch here. Last half hour of the program. Always great to have you join us. Multiple radio stations all over the country. Radio, TV, live streaming, and podcasting. However you watch or listen, trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that 5-pound bag. Trying to rebrand the millennial generation one radio listener at a time. I want to step away from the abortion issue for a minute. I know people are probably tired of hearing it, but I'm telling you, being in Kansas, seeing what happened here, I'm here to tell you and to, and I think this is optimistic. I'm not here trying to like berate the party or anything or berate people nationwide, but you need to understand what this vote was and how they abused it, how they misled people, how they lied about it, and what really turned people against it. Uh, Just to throw out some numbers for you, we had almost 400,000 Republicans turn out to vote for the governor's race. And then at the same time, for the value them both bill to just put basic restrictions on abortion, there was only uh, less than 300 or almost 300,000 votes on that issue. So that means Republicans, it turned out, with the intent to vote on this issue, 
didn't understand the issue, and now the Democrats are running with it nationally to try and implement pro-abortion agendas all over the nation, and the boost in the Democrat polls, and the Republicans get wary and scared because, again, they're lacking their huevos to try and stand up and fight for what's right, and we're not going to allow that. Not going to allow that. So... On this program, we're going to educate you on what really happened with that vote and try and remind the Republicans that we're still dominating the conversation. We just have to let people know and explain to them in a proper cognitive, communicative thought of what's really going on and how we're actually right on these issues. We'll get to that a little bit later again, but I want to shift gears a bit. What's trending today? I want to talk about the military. I want to talk about things going on with security for this nation and what's going on internally with the military. And really happy to have this guy back on the program. It's been a bit since we've had him on the show. He's retired from the U.S. Marine Corps. He's the author of the book, A Few Bad Men, the true story of the U.S. Marines ambushed in Afghanistan and betrayed in America. Excited to have on the program Major Fred Galvin with us here. Major, how are you, my friend? Doing great, Andy. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on the show very much. There's a lot of news going on regarding American security, regarding international policy. We had almost a tiff with China and Taiwan here in the last week. We still have the Russian-Ukrainian issue going on. We had the Biden administration take out an al-Qaeda member out in Afghanistan. From your experience and from what you're seeing in the news and with your knowledge of the military, are we all right or are we on the brink of World War III right now? <laughs> it may sound like we are. And I I do think... Uh, Having somebody like a Zakawi who's no longer walking like an Egyptian is a good thing. Mm. Uh, the mastermind of 9-11, uh, is it close to this stunt date? Is it a possible signal that uh, to get some of the heat off from what happened with our shameful retreat from Afghanistan last year? Yeah. Uh, possibly. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't have left. I mean, we needed to end that forever war. It's just how we left. Uh, so, but... Um, when you ask how, I will say this, and uh, out here this week, uh, down in D.C. last night, uh, dinner with a good friend of mine still in the Marines, we don't, and he's still active duty, we do not have stupid people running our military in the Pentagon. Mm. So I say that to preface that what happened last year, was it an accident or was it not an accident that we just left $7 billion worth of equipment? Need I remind you that the current Secretary of Defense came from Raytheon. He's a retired four-star general hired by Raytheon, one of the big military tech companies uh, for defense products. Uh, the last chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Dunford, left and immediately started working for Lockheed Martin. Uh, as we probably know, Lockheed and Raytheon have this joint venture that uh, they've created uh, – the Jalen missile, and those which we gave a third of our supply, one third of Americans' supply to the Ukraines. Uh, you know this joint venture between Raytheon, these, these Javelin missiles, Raytheon and Lockheed. Uh, so there are incentives uh, at having generals that are hired for these boards, and because when you leave seven billion dollars worth of equipment in. Afghanistan, you need to replenish those supplies. When you donate a third of our missiles to Ukraine, you need those. When you fly a plane and land in Taipei, which is a total hot button, why we don't have somebody, a diplomat from the Department of State, there's a reason we don't call it our embassy there. We call it the American Institute of Taiwan. Uh, 
this is a very sensitive situation. Was that necessary? What did it accomplish? What was the purpose? Nobody can really define. Having the Speaker of the House uh, go over there just heightens the situations in the East and South China Seas. Um, but we all know how the uh, the Pelosi's vote, and we know how they trade their stocks. Uh, so could this be a signal of what could be to come? Possibly. Uh, God forbid that we go to war with a, a superpower that's just continually growing in, in size of their force and their technology, like the People's Republic of China. But, uh, you know, that was very provoking. Yeah. Uh, we are in this current situation, Andy, mainly because that retreat, the way we hightailed it out of Afghanistan, not that we did, but how we did it again, uh, our our adversaries look at us as for what we are. We are weak. We are perceived as weak. Uh, that's why this year, so far in 2021, North Korea has launched 31 ballistic missiles. Of course, that's not covered by the, the left press. Um, you know, we've, we had the Russian army stack over Christmas on the, the Kazakhstan border. And then there was this phone call that Jen Psaki announced on public television that, uh, President Biden was going to talk with President Putin. That call occurred. And the one thing that changed was the Russian army didn't invade Kazakhstan where they were stacked on the border. They did go into Ukraine. So possibly, you know, we all realize that Hunter Biden on this board of Burisma, the gas and oil company in Kazakhstan, uh, could have been, maybe we sit this one out, take a knee, and uh, that $83,000 that's paid to Hunter on the board each month yeah. Uh, maybe that's uh, that's just going to continue. So when you have compromised leaders from the commander in chief through conflicts of interest because of his son, when you have these same conflicts of interest with our general officers, we have compromised our national security. We are no longer sovereign, and we are literally led by by not incompetent individuals, by people who are very intelligent, and they see what can be of their benefit, and they make decisions accordingly because they are in power. And that's, I mean, let me know if there's any questions on the, the shady business deals between China and Hunter Biden. Uh, we saw that Trump had fired General Mattis, and one of the things that was very rarely, I mean, no Rowan Scarborough covered it in the Washington Times, it may have been the Washington Examiner, uh, but he exposed that General Mattis, the former Secretary of Defense under Trump, failed to disclose that he was a senior advisor with the, the Cohen Group, uh, from former Secretary of Defense Cohen, Bill Cohen, that uh, makes all these deals with China. Uh, but why do we have all of our generals getting involved in this racket of the military-industrial complex? It's because you have security in the Pentagon now, tight security, and you need... In order, in order to get in, you need badge access, yeah. unless you're a four-star general. So, But this system's compromised, Andy, and I don't think that we're led by incompetent people. I think we're led by people who are very focused on getting as much as they possibly can. Uh, general Dynamics, which had uh, General... They, they had General Mattis on their board as soon as he retired, and then he stepped away when he was Secretary of Defense, went straight back to General Dynamics, paid a million dollars a year 
on top of his $203,000 a year retirement salary. And he's on other boards uh, as well. But uh, do these generals, is, does that go well with anybody that they, they do these uh, 40 years and then they waltz right over to these defense boards and they're making decisions on what we do with our men and military equipment, men and women. And uh, I don't believe it's it's in the right interest for our national security, me personally, just my opinion. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I could talk to you for hours about this. We're going to have to have you on and have you on for a full program or something here because we got just about a minute before we have to wrap things up here. But you're right, real quickly to tie up this China and Taiwan issue with Pelosi dropping in. I mean, China made the demand early on that they didn't want her to go in and and I was conflicted at first because, well, do we let them bully us and do we not do it? Do we just go there and say, you know, give them the big uh, big middle finger kind of thing? But it really came down to we put ourselves in a situation like that. And I almost wonder with how much of a puppet that Biden is to China, was it staged in some way for them to throw a fit and for him to look strong to boost his poll ratings of being a stern president and a strong leader going into the to the midterm elections in November or was it legitimately a threat from China in about 45 seconds? Yes, that's, that's a very good point. And it, uh, I think people realize that it was even more polarizing with Joe Biden's base. Uh, even people on the left, the elected officials were against that. That was, that was a bad move, no matter how you, how you look at it. But I don't think it's going to... Uh, have him be perceived as the strong wartime president, which he's claiming to be right now. Yeah, it is unfortunate. It's sad because you're right. We put ourselves in that situation to where we had to make that choice. Do we let them bully us or do we go ahead and do it? And obviously we did it and they're still kind of throwing a fit, but nothing's happened as of yet. But you're right. The corruption goes so deep that it's sad. And if we do get into an international conflict, I don't know how we would um, be able to stand it because of the corruption and how tied we are with so many other places. It is uh, former Major uh, Fred Galvin, uh, retired U.S. Marine Corps. The new book, A Few Bad Men, Major. It is an honor to talk to you again, my friend. Thank you for everything that you do. we got to get you back on again real soon. Thank you, Eddie. Hey, pleasure very much. All right, we'll take a break here. When we come back, we'll break some of that down. Just had a whole bunch to digest right there. We'll take that and to break it up into bits, we'll talk about it, and then we'll wrap you up and get you ready for the weekend and a heck of a lot more. Again, that was Major Fred Galvin right here on The Voice of Reason. Stay right here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here reminding you, not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. Again, that's HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. 
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Fighting for freedom every day. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Last couple of minutes here on the show. Always a pleasure for you to join us. Thanks again to Major Fred Galvin coming on the program. Retired from the U.S. Marines. We appreciate him very much. He's one of those guys where you have him on, and I wish I could have carried him over, but he was busy. He couldn't stick on for another segment. We're going to get him on for like a full hour or something, try and lock him in, because he's one of those guys where he, he just goes off and says all of these amazing like earth shattering breaking news things and like dangles the carrot in front of you and like all right we're out of time (laughs) so we got to get him on again and go into a little bit more detail about all this corruption but he's absolutely right the corruption from the elites the corruption from the leaders and the corruption even from the military which is really sad when the fact that the head the head generals in our military are working for what they call the the military industrial complex when they work for these private firms and these private organizations as soon as they retire or even while they're there kind of back and forth going back and forth influencing policy of the military can we truly trust the military to do the right thing when things go down and i still find it fishy with the fact that nancy pelosi did go to taiwan for no apparent reason we don't know what that agenda was so was it just to try and hype up the democrats to look like they're talking tough against china with china throwing a fit about them going there what was the point of us withdrawing from afghanistan the way we did pulling out leaving seven billion dollars worth of equipment there and then turning around and sending a drone over to blow up one of the guys of Al-Qaeda, which we needed to do, and we've known about this guy for a long time. What's the point of sending a third of our missiles, which I was not aware of, a third of our missiles over to the Ukraine, and then not have Russia attack Kazakhstan by talking to Putin, but then invading Ukraine, and Kazakhstan right there on the border is right where that energy company is that Hunter Biden actually works for. All of these things add up for the things that make you go, hmm. Now, the other side of the aisle can put on the conspiratorial uh, tinfoil hat and call me a conspiracy theorist, or we can just look at the data and see what's going on. But none of it makes sense. But I'm telling you, in a positive site going into the end of the weekend here, there is positive news, and the fact that all of this is coming to light is good news. The fact that we're exposing all of this is good news. That the shadow work, the behind-the-scenes cigar rooms, the dark-lit rooms in Congress where all this stuff used to happen is coming to light. The establishment elites in Washington, D.C. are being exposed, and we're showing them exactly what's going on, and we're calling them out on it, and we're shutting them down. For example... They are livid 
with the outsiders coming into Washington, D.C. Livid. All of the establishment ones are, including the ones that aren't even in office right now. Did you see the latest attack ad against Donald Trump from none other than the guy who we haven't heard from since he left office as vice president of Dick Cheney? Trying to campaign for Liz Cheney as she's going after Trump with a personal vendetta, not to do any good for the country, just to make sure Donald Trump can never run for office again. This was Dick Cheney's ad calling Trump the greatest threat to our republic. Our nation's 246-year history. There has never been an individual who is a greater threat to our republic than Donald Trump. He tried to steal the last election using lies and violence to keep himself in power after the voters had rejected him. He is a coward. A real man wouldn't lie to his supporters. He lost his election and he lost big. I know it, he knows it, and deep down, I think most Republicans know it. Lynn and I are so proud of Liz for standing up for the truth, doing what's right, honoring her oath to the Constitution, when so many in our party are too scared to do so. Liz is fearless. She never backs down from a fight. There is nothing more important she will ever do than lead the effort to make sure Donald Trump is never again near the Oval Office. And she will succeed. <laughs> I am Dick Cheney. I proudly voted for my daughter. I hope you will too. Wow. In our nation's Wow. All right. Oh, stop, stop. I can't hear it again. I can't listen to it again. That was Dick Cheney running a campaign ad, a minute-long campaign ad for Liz Cheney, which I find absolutely hysterical. When you have to bring Daddy to come out and try and save your hide, you know how bad in the polls you're doing. Right now, she's getting slaughtered in the polls. The primaries in Wyoming, I believe, are coming up in about two weeks on the 16th, if I remember, on Tuesday the 16th. So you got two weeks left. Near 60% of all the counties in the state of Wyoming have disowned her as a Republican because they are so livid at what she's doing. And instead of changing course, she's buckled down as the rhino hack Republican that she is, pretending to be a conservative with the personal vendetta to not do any good for the nation in Washington, D.C., but to make sure that Donald Trump can never run for office again. That is her whole objective. And when it's so unpopular that you got to bring Daddy out to do a campaign ad with Dick Cheney as a very much establishment military industrial complex kind of guy that he is himself as well you can see the establishment in washington dc is a little scared of losing their grip on what's going on in the nation and i see that as good news i see that as good news that does it for us today back at on monday for a brand new week next week until then podcast up in a little bit be your own voice of reason it's time for you to speak up, speak out, speak loud, speak proud, speak the truth, and always speak some reason. This is The Voice Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. We'll see you on the radio. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government, censorship, and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the voice of reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on religion and spirituality, hear entertainment shows, and of course yours truly with the voice of reason. Plus, we offer numerous media services, including helping you set up your own podcast, become your own voice of reason, and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic. For information on all of our shows, links to podcasts, each show website or social media link, or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment, visit our website at HoosierMedia.com. Again, that's HoosierMedia.com, the future of media.